kids out there listening on the airwaves and the interwebs. It's Vallejo Project, 8 o'clock here in fabulous Vallejo, California. Whether you're getting your Java Jive on, getting your commute on down to the city, up to Napa, maybe just down Georgia Street, heading down to the ferry. Welcome, welcome. Beautiful day outside, a little rainy this morning. Guess the drought's over. Here at 89.5 FM, KZCT, OzCat Radio, your community radio station. 72 degrees inside the studio. 47% inside the studio Tuesday. It's November 14th already. Here on 89.5 FM KZCT, this is Vallejo Project. This is your DJ Human. Bringing you a slam bam thank you ma'am show today. We'll be discussing a couple of hot topics here. Later on this morning, we'll be introducing once again our favorite remote co-host, Mr. Julian Phillips, who is a uh, regular here on the show, talking about his latest endeavors, especially with Gun Zero. One of the topics today, gun violence. How do we deal with it? How do we combat it? How do we wrap our heads around it? And also what's happening in the world today and what's happening here in Vallejo and how Vallejo Project is helping you advance your community activism in more ways than three. So stay tuned for all that. We've got our community calendar coming up. Let you know all the uh, ways you can participate acting locally and doing things globally. And also talking about globally, what is going on out there. I just got back from being global myself. And uh, there's a lot going on beyond the parochial visions of just the uh, California environment and the environment right here in our good old U.S. of A. Lots happening out there in the world and you need to participate in it. Don't slack. Don't slack, kids. We need you to be out there participating because that's what Vallejo Project is all about. Servant leadership, serving the community, serving your world, while also being a leader, being an example, and actually getting there and doing things for the community, for yourself, and for the people around you. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Lots been happening, and we got a lot to look at today, but we're going to start a little soft here on Vallejo Project, talking about a little pop culture here. You know, uh, just recently, we turned back the clocks... But how far did we turn those clocks back? I think maybe a little too far, considering that the latest hits right now out there on the radio waves and the internet waves are the new Rolling Stones album and the Beatles' new record's Gas. What? Rolling Stones have put out a new album and there's a new Beatles record out. What year is this? What's going on? Are you sure? Am I sure? (laughs) No one's really sure. But when it comes to the uh, myriad of topics that we'll be talking about today, 
Just want to let you know, don't get angry with me. Oh my goodness gracious. 
For you media junkies out there like myself, Francois Rousset had to fake nearly 40 billboards on the Sunset Strip to create the new clip for Angry. Inspired by Robert Lando's rock and roll billboards of the Sunset Strip book, which documented the proliferation of ads for rock bands in West Hollywood between the 60s and the 80s, they kind of paid homage to that. And uh, pretty amazing. So check out that video online and uh, where technology actually does something good for a change. Bringing us back to the heyday of the 70s and 80s on Sunset Strip. Rocking that 450 SL Mercedes. There's a dream come true with that blondie blonde there on the back of your car. Rolling down Sunset Strip going off to maybe, uh, you know, Whiskey A Go-Go to check out a show. Key Club. Or... uh, you know, hanging out with Lem over at the Rainbow brings back great memories. Don't be angry with me. Rolling Stones, check that out. I mean, come on. Guys in their 80s making music better than most of the kids today? I'll tell you, call me a curmudgeon, but don't be angry with me. And speaking of the old timers hitting out there and rocking and rolling, what's going on here? The Beatles have their last song. Kind of sad. Brings a tear to the eye. But... When you think about it, thanks to modern technology, they were able to take an old cassette tape of John Lennon playing this very song, uh, like we used to do back in the days, recording just on cassette, a little stereo cassette. You know, I'm sure his cassette player was a little more advanced than mine back in the 70s. But uh, even if you had an old Radio Shack cassette player recording some of your demos, it was a stereo recording, so whatever was recorded was all mishmashed there on the tape, on that little tiny, what was that, maybe an eighth of an inch on those old uh, cassettes. Well, they were able to digitally rip that from a cassette that Yoko Ono had lying around the house, and they had taken three songs from that cassette. One was previously released in an anthology, and then they took this particular track. They tried to work with it back in the 90s, and... Uh, they actually did some preliminary recordings on it and then shelved it because they really couldn't separate the voice of John Lennon and the piano part from it until much later when Peter Jackson stepped into the picture and did that documentary about the Beatles. And Peter Jackson being a consummate technolo- technological media guy, uh, maybe you've heard of Lord of the Rings, uh, he was able to take some AI, some artificial intelligence... Yes, it's taking over. And through an algorithm, split out the vocal and the piano. And that's a tough split to make because the timbre of the, the of voice and piano are very similar. They're running the same sort of acoustical waves. But to be able to split that out and make a clean track is a neat, neat trick. But they were able to do that, isolate John's vocals, and put him on an isolated track. Then they were able to bring in the George Harrison guitar track that George Harrison recorded back in the early 90s. And then Paul came in, did a brand new bass track. Ringo came in and did a drum track. And uh, lo and behold, you've got a brand new Beatles song, Believe It or Not, here in 2023. And of course, uh, if you're very interested in seeing what that's all about, it's all over the interwebs. But uh, we're going to bring it to you right now. The brand new song from the Beatles. <laughs> Amazingly so, right here on 89.5 FM KZCT. It's the Fab Four, baby! 
<laughs> the new Beatles song, Unbelievable, with George Martin's son doing the strings in the background. Insane. Insane. And the cool thing about it is, is it wasn't a reproduction of John Lennon's voice. That was actually his real voice taken off of that cassette tape. So AI was used to separate the tracks and not to imitate the tracks. And that's a lot of what's happening with the controversies of AI right now. Is it going to replace the creative juices of artists out there? Is it simply going to create a atmosphere where all art, musical, visual, video, is simply being replaced by artificial intelligence? I mean, if you go into chat, uh, was it chat AI? or any of the AI applications that are free out there right now, you type in a phrase and then a image pops out. Basically, what you're doing is you're tapping into a huge database, which is basically like a huge spreadsheet. And it's, it's going through a proliferation of, say, when you're doing an image, of images out there gathered from the entire internet, from everything, everything you've input into Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, on your website, on my website, everything. And when I would type in, when I was having the Alien Museum, that's right, yours truly here was running that Alien Museum up in Davis, California. Hope you got a chance to visit it. It's coming back soon. Stay tuned for information on that. It would, I'd put in aliens and dancing girls and muscle cars. And you'd be surprised the kind of mishmash that would come up. Very rude crude. It was more like a cut and paste. Um, a little bit like the old cut and paste that you'd see from way back in the uh, in the days of uh, early uh, montage, cut and paste montages back in as early back as the 1920s. So a little bit rude and crude, but it's getting there. I mean, a lot of the mystical, magical images that you see that AI has created are a little bit enhanced um, I can tell you that from actual practice because putting in a phrase and what the AI spits out is a little bit wacky. But uh, it does bode ill for the creative types out there when you be able to put in, okay, give me a metal song that sounds like Ozzy Osbourne in the 80s mixed with corn in the 90s and give me a little, uh, you know, amorous vocals from a female and they'll mash it together and suddenly you've got something that's new but not necessarily organic so uh if you've got an opinion about that you know you can call in later in the show but uh what we're gearing up for right now is a discussion about a hot topic that's happening right here and right now today that is actually quite notable especially here in vallejo california and all of california which is gun violence. And the reason why we bring it up is quite obvious. And we've got uh, someone who's quite vocal about that and who has some possible solutions to it. So stay tuned for that. And after our good friend Julian Phillip calls in, uh, phone lines will be open later on in the show. So we want to hear from you out there and get your voice heard across all the airwaves here in Vallejo and beyond, all ships at sea. Because you can also get 89.5 FM KZCT on your computer or on your magic box. That also doubles as a phone there in your pocket. Just go to OzCatRadio.com. The link's a little bit hard to find, but it will get you to one of the many streaming services where you can listen to OzCat Radio live on the interwebs anywhere 
in the world. So we're worldwide here on Oscat Radio and Vallejo Project. So stay tuned for more. We want to give you a little bit of information on what's happening here in the neighborhood. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, by the way. Your local nonprofit, Vallejo Project, is doing a lot for the community. Just to give you an update on what's been happening on Saturdays on Farmer's Market, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., right down here on Georgia Street, one of the best farmer's market in the Bay Area. You, I mean, come on. Tell your friends, tell your relatives to come on down. There's always something a little bit different happening there. We have a lot of uh, vendors that bring in great farm products from local vendors. So you're supporting our local farmers. But also, you know, you have our local uh, honey lady here. You've got our salsa lady here. Um, also, straight down the street, quite often you get a lot of vendors vending a lot of uh, Afrocentric products as well as interesting health products. There was a pair of girls that were doing um, seaweed. Very beneficial for you. Also, there's a mushroom, guys. Not that kind of mushroom. Stop that now. But uh, there's a lot of interesting stuff happening at the Farmer's Market, and Vallejo Project is part of it. So be sure to come on down and check that out on Saturday, 10 to 1. Do your early Thanksgiving shopping. What are we calling Thanksgiving these days? I have no idea. I always want to know, okay, all the indigenous people stuff aside, what was up with those outfits with the pilgrims? I mean, they were supposed to be so stoic and, you know, uptight, but they had these big buckles on their hats and big buckles on their shoes. First of all, what was the buckles on their hat retaining? I mean, what was that all about? They were obviously making a fashion statement, so that's not very austere. I'd go to the Shakers for, like, real uptight religion types, but, hey, that's just me. Sundays, Vallejo Project, Unity Garden, 10 to 1, right over there on Sacramento Street. Get on down there. Unity Garden, get your green thumb on, get your fingers dirty, learn a little bit about urban gardening and how you can probably do some urban gardening in your own home if you have the property, even if you have a a fire escape. Well, maybe that's against the law. I don't know. Don't hold me to it. Don't get angry with me. But if you've got a little area where you can do uh, some gardening, you can do it in just a couple of small pots right outside your own window. So, but learn how to do it. And also, if you are an urban gardener, exchange your information at the Unity Garden, 10 to 1 on Sunday, 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 right down there on, uh, what was it, 2160 uh, Sacramento Street. Just go right up Tennessee, turn right, go down Sacramento. You can't miss it. It's right opposite the graveyard. And you'll see all the folks out there on a Sunday and get your urban gardening. And there's chickens there, learn a little chicken husbandry. A uh, good friend of mine from the Odd Fellows is a chicken keeper, and uh, I'll tell you, it's uh, it's a very beneficial thing to do for you and your family. Oh, it, could that be? Could that be our friend Julian calling in? Perhaps, perhaps. So uh, now you got a little information on what Vallejo Project's up to, and we're about to get on to our topic of the next half hour. But let's let uh, Aerosmith chime in and get you going. 
right, all right, all right, all right. Jamie's got a gun. Julian, are you there, my friend? Yeah, hi, you. How are you? Hello, Oscat audience. All right. Julian Phillips here. Downtown yeah. Julian. It's really me. How you doing, you? I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, really, I've seen you. I've never seen you. <laughs> That's right. You've never seen me. Never will. I see you're good looking. That's what I, I, I keep telling Julian that I'm good looking, so that's all he knows, I'm telling you. And my, Carol tells me, and of course, I tell people that if you lose your eyesight, you know, I, I'll, I'll never, I create an image of you in, in my mind, and it's all wrong, all my new friends. But, you know, that's the way it goes. At least I didn't take a bullet. Yeah, at least, at least, I'll tell you. No. So, what is going on with Vallejo Project? Well, a lot of things, a lot of things. And uh, one of the things we're trying to do with Vallejo Project is offer youth alternatives to getting themselves in trouble, especially with gun violence, giving them opportunity to get jobs, to get training, to learn a skill, uh, whether it's in carpentry, communications, urban farming, something to uh, divert their attention onto something constructive rather than destructive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wonder, like... Uh self-defense classes like uh, boxing or uh, karate or jujitsu, that type. That might be a type of thing that would get that negative, angry energy out of there. Well, you know, that's a great, that really is a a great idea. I mean, there is that boxing club up here in uh, Vallejo that uh, I know a lot of youth, now I see them working out outside, actually, um, when we were doing a couple of events, I put some posters up there. In fact, when we did the uh, hip hop show at the Empress, yeah. we advertised yeah, it there. Defense. I mean, I think it's so much of it comes down to like I'm going to defend myself. I'm kind of giving up. I think I'm going to buy some weapons myself and uh, heavily arm my my myself and learn. Why can't blind people have weapons? You know. I think if you have if you have no no good eyesight, you have bad eyesight or blind, disabled. And some places I heard they were teaching people to shoot. You know, if they're blind. I mean, how's that going to work out? Well, um, I mean, I could re- actually imagine giving you a baseball bat, and you can kind of go around town like a pinata. <laughs> I got my cane. <laughs> You'd be raising cane. I'm telling you. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, it's self-defense, but, you know, I mean, if it's not guns, then it's a baseball bat. If it's not a baseball bat, it's a knife. And I think that, you know, the inequality that arises when you're attacking someone with a weapon uh, is just drives them nuts or something. You know, I've got a, you know, like taking a, a butter knife to a gunfight and or just, you know, resisting violence in your heart that you don't want to fight, you don't want to shoot, you don't want to have to defend yourself. But then over the years, you know, the the, the self-defense, it's, it's going to happen. People are going to pick it up and say, okay, I'll shoot back, you know. I can understand that. Well, it has a lot to do with uh, a lot of the things that have happened over the past years. When you advocate for uh, less protection in the terms of, for instance, less policing out there, then it gets a little bit, oh, I can, and someone with a criminal intent, if they are of that ilk, may say, well, I'll just go out there and see what I can get away with. And then you have 
frustration, anger. You have people freaking out um, that you wouldn't expect to. And what do you do? You know, yeah. it's, it's a tough call. Yeah. You, you want to hopefully do things in the community that advocate education, um, inspiration, driving people away from that, and possibly taking their frustrations in a positive direction, such as boxing, or we have great Taekwondo and karate classes here in Vallejo for kids and for adults. Also, uh, you know, taking your energies and putting it toward positive things in the in the uh, in, in the uh, community. Positive, uh, like self defense is a positive discipline, even yeah. like to the yeah, like you know the the karate and the jujitsu and the boxing and. There's really a whole spiritual tradition of uh, self-defense. I know in uh, the East, especially like Japan and in uh, China and some of the Asian disciplines, is where it's historic to defend yourself with swords and daggers and such. Uh, this, you know, the spiritual truth of uh, self-defense uh, is real. You know, but yeah, that, that's uh, it's on and on. I, you know, but if I've got a gun, if I've got a a weapon, you know, my jujitsu, my karate, not going to help much. But I think it's an attitude, yeah, where they feel confident, you know, not not afraid, you know. Fear, fear is what feeds the fire. I think that's true. That's true. And there's so much fear right now, especially stoked by them. What they, some people consider the mainstream media, but anywhere you can just get on the interwebs anywhere, and if you take. Uh, 20 minutes to peruse anything on the interweb, you'll want to just crawl into your basement and never come out again. You know? Yeah. It's like a, a fear is money. Fear, yes. fear makes money. Fear is, fear is a big seller. Because mm -hmm. if I'm afraid and I learn what I'm afraid of and I, you know, take measures and so often we, it's, you know, I'm going to have to have a weapon and we hear over and over again, you know, somebody was afraid in their neighborhood and they had weapons and then something went wrong with the weapons. We were, Carol was uh, looking at the Vallejo Post, uh, excellent source, and uh, the new laws uh, that Gavin Newsom signed last month for uh, preventing gun violence in California with, you know, uh, probably, you know, quite a few new laws uh, on the books. They have, uh, if you don't mind, they have uh, uh, laws uh, uh, for micro-stamping uh, some of the cartridges, uh, so that they can track where the bullet came from. And then the open carry or the public carry law is very significant in the long run. Uh, uh, he signed bills on that. And uh, I guess he signed a bill on um, the machines that uh, mill the parts for the ghost guns. That, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Computer-assisted design and manufacture so that I can make... I can lay the barrel for a gun or different parts for these ghost guns. So he signed one on that. And then I, I think now that the new laws of uh, lawsuits against uh, gun sellers or liability insurance uh, lawsuits. So supposedly California is taking some kind of lead, uh, although the statistics are maybe not in our favor for uh, gun laws. Well, that's a slippery slope when you, you're able to sue a, a manufacturer of a product if it injures somebody. I mean, you say, well, of course, the gun manufacturers, they're responsible. But then if you're driving your car and you hit somebody, you're going to sue Ford for making that car? 
It's, yeah. it, you know, it's a yeah. slippery slope and suddenly you're into, you know, the masma of litigation, which is so popular here in the States. So, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, you have to be very, very narrow in that type of law and what it, the jurisdiction is. You can't just, you know. Yeah, no, it's quite true. And all the, it's really a patchwork. There's no single answer except the individual person. And the laws seem to be such a patchwork. And, of course, they all come, they, the, the federal constitution and the, uh, the regional uh, uh, display of, of uh, the use of weapons like these, you know, is quite different in the wilderness of Montana than it is in the, the urban density of Los Angeles or Chicago where weapons are concerned. But the, the constitution is interpreted universal, one size fits all, I think. And uh, you've been involved in this issue for quite some time with your Gun Zero script and sort of a science fiction take on it. Well, yeah, let me let me tell you all about it. You know, and your audience might uh, get one or two of the T-shirts on uh, Instagram for Flimsy Windows Creative. And quite some time, you know, it's funny how it all came down. I started working on that in 1987. Hmm. And I stole the idea from some uh, early Star Trek stuff and uh, worked on it, worked on it. It was no good. Nobody wanted it. And just along 2017, with uh, so much of the violence we had seen, uh, we redid it. And we retooled it for modern CGI and modern characters. Totally redid the whole deal. And it now just says uh, uh, a lot more than T-shirts. Uh, uh, you, we've got a, a two-hour uh, story, which is Writer Guild, and we've got you know all these illustrations. I think sixteen uh, panel illustrations, and uh, it's not just to to make a film. Although, as you know, you know I I try to sell my scripts and books, but uh, we're kind of flipping it. We're uh, and we're hoping for volunteers and and money to turn it into a, like a film school for gun violence survivors, where the survivors might be able to uh, learn to write the scripts, learn to act, learn to run the cameras, learn to run the sound, learn to direct, and do an entire experience with the idea of uh, sort of therapeutic uh, reference to the, the similar, you know, uh, violence and all these terrible things in, in our lives. And as you know, you gun violence only recently uh, touched my own life personally with uh, a family member. So to say, you know, like you you don't you don't want gun violence or you oppose gun violence. I'll tell you a story. Just yesterday, I was on the phone with a healthcare provider, and they were going over my Medicaid and uh, and some changes there. And I got to talking with the gal on the phone, and I was I always tell people check out my Instagram, Flimsy Windows Creative, and you can look at the T-shirts. And you would not believe, she, she talked to me for the next 20 minutes or 30 minutes all about her feelings on gun violence. Oh, interesting. How can they do this? How, what is the answer? How could a person think to be that way, you know, or, or what motivates them or what could be done, you know, uh, for laws? And is it really right to take away my, uh, my weapons, all the weapons I want? But it was like an outpouring of this individual on the phone. And, and, you know, I don't really have an answer. I have a lot of questions. But 
uh, Gun Zero's uh, uh, out there, and I, I'll tell you more. I'd like to talk about the story on it, too. All right. Well, we'll get back to that in a minute. You hold on there, and uh, we're going to get a quick uh, message from some other Bay Area locals who have an opinion on this topic, and we will be right back here on 89.5 FM KZCT Oz Cat Radio.
guns. And name that other guitar player in that video, and you might win a prize. Right here. Are we live? We're alive again, Julian. You know, Carol's reading to me here from uh, from uh, the Vallejo Post. Um, you know, Governor Newsom, how about a little damn accountability? And uh, talking about these new laws, and the the lobby, the gun lobby, you know, making tremendous amounts of money uh, for gun sellers. The judge overturning the the assault weapon ban. Uh, numerous every time it goes up, he he flips it over. No, it's unconstitutional. Then I'll tell you here downtown Vallejo. Uh, over the past few months, every couple of weeks, somebody's out there with a uh, automatic weapon within earshot of my uh, home and just fires that thing off uh, into the night. And uh, nobody seems to be able to do anything about it. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, that would be a really great law, but uh, they don't they don't want it. The leading cause of death of American kids is gun violence. That's hard to believe. Mm. Uh, I guess it used to be automobile crashes. Or drugs. Uh, I mean, you'd, you'd think that the fentanyl crisis would have eclipsed that, but uh, unfortunately not. It's just, it's um, it's unbearable. And if it's touched your life, see, it, it tends to be abstract in our minds, like constitutional or a philosophy question or legal or spiritual discipline or biblical but then, you know, when it comes down to what's actually happening, you have these uh, this, uh, incidents of uh, over and over and over and over. I mean, uh, you know, like the, 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 the crime shootings is one thing. The domestic shootings is another. The police uh, shootings. And then the other types of things like other types of weapons, like drones and things. So it's a violent society where we seem to teach uh, or display the movies, TV, film, video games as a as a disconnected thing from reality. It's a fiction. Uh, you know, another movie about murders, another movie about, uh, uh, you know, shootings. The hero always wins and he's always got a gun. After 20 years, 30 years, that plays into the into the mortal mind in a, in a really devious way, I think. Well, that was a classic study back in the 60s of kids watching violence on television and back then it was gun smoke and things that seemed relatively benign to the viewer of today and it was true that you know kids watching violent programming tended to be more violent in the playground in the classroom so it's nothing unusual it's nothing that is a oh gosh type moment it's uh no, been... it's not new in fact if you look at the very first thomas edison film when Edison and, uh, and the early early film, in the very first one showed a guy shooting a gun. It, it really shocked the audiences at the World's Fair in 1910. This guy shoots a gun at the camera. So, you know, it, and, but then the rural nature of uh, California and uh, uh, all of, of America, that you have this cowboy era, and so it, it's exponentially sort of like going just out of control, I think, in many lives. And uh, every time you hear about these things, some person out there is weeping bitter, bitter tears. And, and we don't tend to feel it, but they're, they're quite real. That's true. That's true. And that's one thing that the perpetrators are always lauded 
and augmented in the press. And you always find out who the guy or gal is who was behind the weapon. But you never really hear about the victims. You never really hear about, you know, five dead. Well, who are those five people? Those, those are five yeah, lives that exponentially family. goes out. Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, it's like, what, where's, where's, the, where's the, the press and the pity for them? Well, see, the media is not going to solve anything. It never is. It doesn't. They don't. They process it and pass it out, but they don't have answers themselves. Necessarily. A lot of these journalists, uh, you know, I wouldn't go to some of the uh, interviews and some of the stories uh, that you have to bring a gun as a journalist. Uh, you'd be <laughs> wise to, yeah, you'd that's true. <laughs> yeah, there've been interviews I've been I've been asked to do over the years that I wouldn't. I felt like, wait a minute, I could get in trouble with this situation. Well, yeah, and then that type, well, that type of investigative journalism is almost dead. People aren't going out there, actually getting their feet dirty anymore. But uh, a lot of it's just regurgitated from wherever they find it. But um, yeah, you know, you know, if I'm a journalist, it, it, it's always the same. If it bleeds, it leads. It's a shocker. Mm-hmm. And it's money. And once again, it's like, unfortunately, uh, if I'm going to report on the mass shooting, um, the most, what was the recent one was uh, in um, Lansing, Michigan, I guess, or Maine, or uh, up there, 18 people or something. The the, uh, the fallout of a single shooting, uh, millions of dollars, real dollars, the ambulance, the funerals, the, the weapons, the police, the uh, doctors, the uh, uh, you know the the loss of income for the families, the uh, recovery if they survive, the uh, insurance, the, the for that person who got into that situation just by walking around, you know, just by showing up at the supermarket or something. So to say that it's not a problem, and then the gun lobby, you know, to say that well we we can protect ourselves from that other guy, um, it's pretty inane. And, uh, you know, in terms of solutions, I talk to people, you know, you, and what's the answer? You know, you're the answer, I'm the answer, he's the answer, they're the answer, the shooter is the answer. But there's no one single thing that's going to come down. And I have my own remedies. I think we need a constitutional revision, personally. I think they need to, uh, we need to look at uh, the uh, the U.S. Constitution quite differently. Really? And that means, yeah, opening it up to a constitutional convention take 10 years, but it really needs to happen in my view. That though, that Second Amendment right to bear arms is antique. Hmm. And we're, we're not, we're not, you know, we're not there anymore. We have to, we have to get something new going on. Interesting. Now, what about the mental health issue of it for people that, you know, once the perp is arrested and they get him incarcerated, a lot of it is a mental health issue. Where does where does where does that find uh, yeah. itself in your yeah. prevalence? Well, that was in the recent violence in my own family life. I I you know I have mental uh, problems, and I wouldn't say it wasn't true. And the I guess it's sort of like. Uh, you know, like an itch you can't scratch, and I got a weapon, and I'm, it's not at my mind. What am I going to do? What's going to happen? Or I live in a neighborhood, and the mind can really deceive us. Our bodies can deceive us. So I, I would only say in, in the mental health category, you know, if you're if you're feeling hatred, 
if you're feeling murderous, if you're feeling uh, uh, suicidal or depressed, then those areas uh, are something you have to handle on your own. Nobody can do it for you. And that there is assistance. And personally, I would not rely on any of the pills very much. Yeah, indeed. That, yeah, you know, uh, but that's, that situation in my, my own family, we could hardly even talk about it. My sister took a bullet, uh, and some people know about it. I don't want to go into it. But it was very, very unexpected, totally unexpected. And so the, the, the illness, of, it's a soul sickness. Uh, psychosis is a good, good word for it, or uh, sociopathic, or uh, separation with a lot of, uh, uh, you know, uh, hatred and fear and attacking that I'm going to be attacked, so i got to do something about it. I'll eliminate the enemies, you know. I've heard stories to you over the years of somebody who's so mentally ill, so so deluded, that he thought his grandparents were robots in his mind, and mm. he was convinced them, and he slaughtered them. Ronald Wade McClave in the 80s. So if you're, if you're, if you're not in touch with reality, uh, uh, you, you need to get in touch with reality and soon. Indeed, uh, indeed. And uh, this has been addressed back in the day. And we're going to uh, take another side view of it from way back. Well, well, in the- let, me, let me tell the, the Gun Zero story before I, before I run out of your hours and get back to the great music. I love the music on Ozcat, the <laughs> rock and roll. Um, a lot of the, uh, you know, the rock and roll can be also uh, pretty, pretty angry. Don't get angry with me. <laughs> That's I'm right. Angry, but like, like, they say hatred, you know. Like, everybody hates the same things, you know? Like, I hate that shit. You know, I, hope, <laughs> I hope it's normal. I'm not neutral about it. Uh, Mick Jagger is like, well, I'll, I'll let it go, you know, simply for the devil. Or right. But uh, that Zero's uh, story, you know, um, it's really one of my best. And I've, I'm, uh, for your listeners, you know, I've got the science fiction novels. I've got the... Uh, Numerous kids' books that me and my wife wrote, and then a whole bunch of scripts. Lance of the Lactic and the Quest for Beer is very popular. The Haitian Passengers, the uh, True Story, the only black man to go down with the Titanic, and numerous others. We've got one that William Shatner liked back in the 80s that we wanted to produce. And then the ones that were produced. If, you know, if you watch my film, uh, Expendable, on YouTube, extremely violent. I mean, very violent. I was hired to write it. And I've been asked over the years to write things that I refuse, that they would pay me. One guy asked me to write a script uh, pretending the assassination of uh, uh, Donald Trump. And I told him, I said, I can't do that. I'll get in trouble. You know, there's rules about stuff like that. So the Gun Zero story, uh, you know, for it, it's uh, intended for families and kids at a family level. So it's not a deep dive into bloody psychology of, why do people want to hurt each other? Right. But what is the premise of Gun Zero, actually? The story it's itself. In the future, about 100 years from now, 150 years from now, where uh, a, 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 a science lab funded by the government is uh, researching all kinds of weapons that are intended to be non-deadly. And uh, they got sonic cannons, and they got robots, and they got group guns, and they got... Uh, 
the centerpiece is a, a paralysis uh, weapon, a directed energy weapon that paralyzes people but doesn't kill them. A lot like Star Trek stun guns, where I stun you but you're not dead, and a lot like uh, Men in Black, I guess the neuralizer that they have and that that uh, deal. And you know they are impossible. So unfortunately, uh, these answers are not going to happen. But the story proceeds from there. And if anybody's interested, you can see the storyline on um, my website, www.flimsywindows.com. And it's, a, it's for sale, but I'd really rather give it away to philanthropic or get a grant. And so the story goes how they're developing this, uh, these exotic weapons. And, you know, if I can paralyze uh, uh, 5,000 people, 10,000 people, and they're unconscious, and they wake up later, and they're maybe mostly unharmed, what would happen? So it's a future world where I tell like people that are interested that the exploration is like uh, new types of ways to deal with gun weapons. Well, that's and, great. And uh, and if people want to find out more, they go to flimsywindows.com. And you say you have an Instagram page, too. Yeah, buy T-shirts. We haven't sold a single T-shirt. Oh, no. Get out there and buy T-shirts from... Uh, from Julian, Gun Zero T-shirts. I have one, and it's great. It has all the characters from the story on the T-shirt. It's a great conversation starter. It's uh, uh, the, the characters are really fun in the story. You and you, you'll see on the T-shirt. You got the, the I guess the guy with four arms mm. is my favorite. Yeah. and then the centerpiece lead lead male is a security manager for this uh, laboratory, if you will, research facility. Uh, he's kind of a hero guy, and he's uh, in a romance. And I came up with a favorite character, the journalist of the future. <laughs> uh, a yeah, journalist of the future! Yeah, like 100 years from now, what, what is journalism going to do? I'm, I've been a journalist for years. So that's really kind of an interesting character. And then you got the inventor of the this amazing new invention that paralyzes people. Uh, and then I think there's a kid in the story that gets kidnapped and... Uh, so it's one of my favorites. Uh, it's available. Check it out at uh, flimsywindows.com. You can look at all those illustrations, and they are for sale. All right, all right. So kids out there in uh, radio land and interweb land, get out to flimsywindows.com. Check out Flimsy Windows on the uh, Instagram, and uh, buy a T-shirt, for Christ's sake. Get out there. Do your part. And then... Think about it. Apply your your thoughts to remove video games, violent video games, from your kids' lives. It's not that hard. Remove notice when you're watching a lot of violence and you're watching hero kind of fictions. Pay attention to that, and that goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Wise words. Wise words from our good friend Julian Phillips right here in Vallejo, California. Thank you for being on the air, Julian. Yeah, well, thanks to Oscar, and especially Vallejo Project, and uh, you guys really have uh, saved my life. And uh, and I and, and Vallejo Project, wake up, uh, America, wake up, Solano County. We need you to pay attention to these horrible, horrible things. These people suffering horribly. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nine oh three on November fourteenth here on eighty nine point five FM KZCT. Ozcat Radio, Vallejo Project, your community radio station. 
And uh, speaking of addressing mental health and gun violence, we've been talking about this for years, especially the kids from Boomtown Rats way back in the day when they were talking about how maybe you, maybe me, we don't like Mondays. Day 
rain a coming, it's rolling around a bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps rolling on down the San Antonio. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and dining car they're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars well i know i had it coming i know i can't be free but those people keep a moving and that's what tortures me Before that, Boomtown Rats, talking about in early days of school shootings. I don't like Mondays. What's your attitude? Where are your head at? Where's your head at? Are you keeping your head tight? Are you staying loose? Are you staying good? That's what we want to find out here on 89.5 FM, KZCT, Oscar Radio, 89.5 FM. What else is happening in the neighborhood? A beautiful day in the neighborhood. Well... You want to get your frustrations out. You want to get tuned in, tuned on, and you don't want to drop out. Well, Flail Project has some great things for you to participate in. Mondays, Flail Project has free yoga at 4 p.m. Tuesdays, free Vallejo Project tutoring, 3 to, 3 to 6 p.m. That's today, 3 to 6 p.m. at the JFK Library, right downtown here in fabulous Vallejo. Just go right on down Georgia Street. You turn right, you park, and it's right there at the JFK Library. You can't go wrong. Bring the kids. And the tutoring is for anything. Math, science, literature, whatever they're teaching you these days. You can get uh, free tutoring 
right there, 3 to 6 p.m. today at the JFK Library. Uh, Thursdays, Flail Project Yoga, 4 p.m. And tutoring, 3 to 6 p.m. back there at the JFK Library. Um, check out where the yoga classes are. Go to vallejoproject.org. That's where all the information is about these fine, fine programs. Also, um, if you want to participate more in the community, um, VCUSD is uh, one of the programs here in Vallejo itself. And you can start participating in uh, decisions that affect the community itself. So VCUSD board meetings on the second Tuesdays of every month and the scheduled city council meetings um, are on second Tuesdays. So, oh, wait, wait a second. First and third Wednesdays is the VCUSD board meeting. Second Tuesdays, scheduled city council meeting. And you know where the city council meetings are? Right down there by the JFK Library in the same spot, that's City Hall. Yes, you can participate in local politics. You can go down there. City council's sitting right up there like the old star chamber. But they're your representatives, those people that you voted for to be there. So you can go down on a Tuesday night and participate. Sit in the audience, listen to what's going down. And then there is the public address time where you can get up and make your voice heard. Now, don't be like some of these knuckleheads who go up there and start talking about aliens and stuff. That's my job. I talk about the aliens. You, you get down there and talk about your community, what your community needs are, comments on bills and, and, and suggestions that are coming up. That's your job. So get on down there and participate in your local politics. That's what it's all about. Now, if you're an artsy type, second Fridays of every month, Vallejo Art Walk. I participated in that in many different uh, ways. It's a great great art walk. There's a lot of art walks around in the Bay Area, actually. And this one is very unique because the artists don't pay to set up. So if you're an artist and you've got some handy hands at home happening, come on down. The price is right. Free. Second Fridays of every month, Vallejo Art Walk. You can set up your table, set up your wares. Hopefully you'll have your Venmo or PayPal or whatever, or even take cash if you want. Good old-fashioned greenbacks. And get your art out there, whether it's visual, whether it's tactical, whether it's jewelry, a sculpture, clothing. If it's foodstuffs, you got to deal with your own permits. But you get to set up and uh, give it a shot which is really great for an artist because it gives you a chance to take your creativity, whatever it may be, and put it out there to the masses at no cost to you, as I used to say on Reality Check, and no cost to you, the video viewer, and no cost to you, the radio listener and artist. Get on out there and, and see what happens. You know, I mean, it's worth it to see if your brilliant idea is actually that brilliant. I mean, maybe it's brilliant to you, but maybe the public will be like, eh, or maybe something you think is, eh, may be a huge hit. You never know unless you get out there on Vallejo Art Walk. Uh, second Fridays of every month. And there's always a lot of action going on. 
If you uh, roll up the street to Integrity, some of our friends like uh, David L., uh, Airlift Underground, Blue Cinema, our local amazing musical artists are sometimes up there rocking it out. Always a good time hanging out at Integrity. And uh, also at the uh, photography refinishing shop there on the corner. There's always a great jam session going on. Sometimes there's stuff going on in front of the Empress. You never know what's going to happen at Art Walk. So come on down. The price is right. No excuses, kids. No excuses. And uh, second and fourth Thursdays are the scheduled Greater Vallejo Recreation District Board meetings. Now, what is the Greater Vallejo Recreational District it's the organization here in Vallejo that has jurisdiction over the parks and recreation here in the city. If you want more programs to keep the kids off the street, keep them clean, lean and mean, well, go on down there and suggest the programs that will help combat gun violence, help combat the frustration that leads to gun violence. You got to get to the root of the problem, giving young people something to do rather than sit around and stew all day long or looking at violence on the interwebs. That's what uh, that is all about, all the different programs out there. And if you go on down to their uh, offices, you've got those typical pamphlets that you find, and you might even get them in the mail, of different programs that are going on for kids and for adults. There's a lot of stuff going on, especially in the summertime, all sorts of sports programming, all sorts of community programming. It's all right out there. You just got to scratch the surface a little bit and find out what's going on. Well, we encourage here Vallejo Project for you to participate. That's what it's all about. So if you've got questions, we got answers at vallejoproject.org. I know it's frustrating to be here in America these days. I know that it seems somewhat like you're punching out of a plastic bag, but uh, that's okay. Sometimes you can get that frustration out in art and music, just like our good friend Vincent, because he's talking about what it's like to be lost in America.
Oh, yes. The Bay Area Mighty Exodus with Piranha. And uh, before that, hey, you think the Beatles were wimpy? They were kicking it right there with Revolution. That was heavy. That was heavy. That was a little bit of uh, almost uh, thrashy, if you will. Before that, the interminable, talented, and effervescent Vincent Furnier with Lost in America. Are you lost in America? What's happening with you out there in Radio Land here on 89.5 FM KZCT Oscar Radio? Are you out there kicking butt and taking names like the... Beatles were back in the day, like Exodus was back in the days, or like what's happening right now? Are you just sitting on your butt complaining, or are you out there making a difference? And that's the question we're asking you here on Vallejo Project. Hey, and if you want to get involved with the community, be sure to tap into vallejoproject.org, where you can find out all the latest and greatest about being part of a local Nonprofit organization which believes in servant leadership, serving the community while being a leader and being an example to said community. Don't be a wimp. Get off your butt. Get out there. Make a difference. That's what it's all about. So what else do we got going on here? We had a phone call earlier where a young man was talking about the latest that's happening with a, uh, a new sport not so new sport, but uh, something that you might all be interested out there in Radio Land. I asked him to call back in. Maybe he will and give you the uh, 411 on this new sport. It's not pickleball. I'm telling you that. My ex-wife, she's in the pickleball, which tell you something about pickleball. I'm telling you. Ah, we have a phone call coming in. Let's see who's tapping in on the phone lines here. Could it be our effervescent young man? Hello, hello. Uh-oh. Looks like they uh, got caught up in the uh, escapades of the Ma Bell system there. They'll probably give me a call back. But uh, stay tuned. We've got a great announcement coming up about said new gaming program for all you kids out there. But in the meantime, while we dial them in, you know, talking about the way things are and what people are doing out in the streets is not anything new. If you've been out there marching around in the streets, you better know what you're talking about because, hey, is it just hooray for our side or do you got something to say? They were talking about that. A long time ago. Where are you? There's something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. There's a man with a gun over there. Telling me I got to beware. I think it's time we stop. What's that sound? Everybody look what's going 
All right, all right, all right, all right. Now, be sure that you, uh, if you're out there protesting, you know what you're talking about. But hey, you know what? It's not all about all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy, especially if, if you're at the Overlook Hotel. We're going to, to uh, talk about a great recreational activity that's coming right up in Vallejo. Are you there, my friend? Hello, hello. Let's patch him in. A great recreational new gig that's happening. Tell us all about it. Hello. Yes. Come on in and introduce yourself to the radio audience. I'm having a really difficult time hearing you. Tell us all about it out there in radio land. (laughs) All right. Well, my name is John Riley. I'm a retired fire captain. And I run the Napa Solano Labor Council, and we put in a disc golf course out of Hans Park two years ago. Um, one of the fastest growing sports during COVID. Um, we're very proud of the, of the work that was done. It was a uh, labor of love for our labor organizations as well as GBRD. Um, we were able to, to use our, our cement masons, our iron workers, our building trades folks to help. Uh, GBRD put that park in. Wow. And the, you know, it, the feedback has been incredible from, from everybody that comes to the park to the neighbors around the park who now tell us that they feel safe walking, uh, walking their dogs through the park. So that's amazing. So it was a real community effort. You bet. Terrific. So what, what is this, this sport? Describe it to me, because I'm a little uh, loose on the concept. So, disc golf is golf with frisbees. Okay. And if you tell if you tell a disc golfer they're using a frisbee, they won't like that. Ooh. But there are baskets with chains that your your goal is to put the disc in the basket in a certain amount of of attempts, just like the white ball into the cup on a, on a real golf game. Interesting. And so you play it just like golf. You use the same words when you miss a 10 foot putt. Huh. Uh, but it's a, it's a great sport. It brings so many uh, different people out to that part of all ages. Uh, you know, I mean, t- it truly is one of those sports that's, that's catching fire. Wow. So it's uh, disc. Don't call it Frisbee which is played like golf. Yes, sir. So then it's a sort of all ages, all skill levels type of uh, sport. You bet. All, all a person needs to do is go out and buy a three-disc starter kit or from three-disc from a friendly place because most disc golfers have a number of discs. Ah. And so it's relatively inexpensive for anybody to take up. And you walk up to a concrete tee pad, you have a basket that's, 300 feet to 400 feet away, some shorter, and you try to throw it and get it in the basket within three shots or four shots, depending on how far it is. So three or four is kind of like the par for that particular... uh, Yes. Oh, very cool. So you scored it exactly like goal. Wow. Very cool. So uh, where exactly is this located? So the the it's Hans Park Disc Golf Course. It's located at Hans Park at the corner of Skyline and Redwood Street in Vallejo. Um, you can also access it from the top of Rivea Street because it's a, you know, 
the, the layout of the course is, is really beautiful. You go through the eucalyptus grove in the Sherwood Forest, as we called it when I was oh. growing up. In the <laughs> um, and then you get out into the, this big meadow area, and there, you know, it's a big, wide open space. And it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful park. The, the space was used in the best way possible. There hmm. are nine concrete tee pads and 18 baskets. Wow. So you do a nine, you come back. You play the back nine, it's a different basket. Wow, that's really cool. Sherwood Forest, are there any men in tights out there? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, man. I'm sure that there's a few guys that are out there playing that, that are wearing <laughs> tights. But, you know, that's just a name that, you know, I was born and raised in the city of Loyal, and when we went out, that was what it was called, the Sherwood Forest. Oh, cool. So, that makes it fun. Uh, and then if you go out there and you're a novice, is uh, will people kind of guide you through and give you kind of a little lay of the land to get you going? You know, that's the, that's the best part about this sport that i found is the culture of the people that play. They're so opening, welcome. We're always looking for new players to come and join, join the fold. We kind of consider ourselves ambassadors of the sport. Oh, nice. And should put a park in uh, several years ago, and that's where I learned to play and said, Vallejo needs a park. And so we combined a few guys, got together, and we worked with GBRD and we designed a course, and uh, we were able to implement it. And so we have a club that's called the Beñejo, uh, Beñejos, and that, you know, is the club for Venetian Vallejo. And we put on pop-up tournaments uh, to help promote the sport and raise money for the club. We recently were part of the Vallejo Waterfront Weekend and did a 27-hole course on their island. For, for people to come and play, and we brought in over 200 people that came in, and you know, were introduced to Vallejo and played the course, saw what Mariana was all about, and that's what that's what the sport is all about as well. Wow! So it's actually not only a great recreational uh, activity, but it's promoting, uh, you know, Maryland and Vallejo at large. You bet. And we're hoping to put in another course somewhere in Vallejo in the near future, and. Um, you know, judging from the response we're getting from the community as far as that uh, park and the investment that GDRD is now putting into the park, uh, people that went there two years ago uh, and went out today wouldn't recognize the park. Ah, oh, that's uh, the great. The investment that GDRD has put into this has been incredible. Um, so the disc golf community is certainly uh, loving it, as are the neighbors. Excellent, excellent. Well, there's some, uh, that's great. That's a real indication of some good news that's happening out there in the Vallejo community and people that are participating and uh, making something very attractive for the folks out there. And uh, you said you were a uh, retired fire chief? Retired fire captain. From wow. The of Vallejo. I now run the Napsolano Labor Council. Wow. And I co-chair the Vallejo Waterfront Weekend. So that's oh. why we put a disc golf course over on their island. Wow. Trying to bring more people down to see why we, uh, you know, work, live, and recreate in the city of Vallejo. Nice. Nice. That's what we like. That's what we like. Well, kudos to you, my friend, and uh, thank you for bringing a great uh, recreational uh, activity and sport to the greater Vallejo area. That is really cool. We really appreciate that. So if people want to find out a little bit more about it, they can just go to Facebook the Vallejo Disc Golf Club on, on Facebook, and, and there's, uh, you know, some layout of the course and whatnot. And I'll tell you what, anytime you want to come out and learn the game, 
I'll take you out personally and show you the ropes. All right. You got it. That sounds great. <laughs> all right. So get on the interwebs, kids, and find out all about it. Get on out there. Have some fun. We thank you for giving us the uh, 411 on that. And uh, hey, kids, just remember, it's not all gloom and doom out there, especially when there's shiny, happy people.
Wolfman would say, let's work together. Canned Heat, they were talking about it back then. We're talking about it right now. And hey, now a little message from New York. We didn't start the fire.
start the fire, but we can put it out. I don't know. It might be the world's worst music video of all time, but great message from Mr. Joel from Long Island. That's right. It's always coming back from the East Coast, so watch out, kids out there. In 9.5 FM KZCT, what are you doing to put out the fire? Hey, it's been a rollicking two hours right here on a Tuesday morning. 8.53 in the a.m. here in Vallejo, California. Whether you're heading off to the city, heading down to the ferry, going out to Napa, or just rolling downtown. Keep it tuned to 89.5 FM KZCT, Ozcat Radio, your community radio station. And as, uh, how do we solve the problems? How do we put out the fire? We didn't start the fire, but what do we do? I don't know. All you need is love, perhaps. Uh, love makes the world go around, perhaps. Uh, love is a many splendored thing, perhaps. But hey, kids, I'm going with those B-52s. I think they're coming up on this big uh, event down there on Long Beach. Check it out. There's some crazy 80s uh, compilation of every 80s band you can think of happening on down there in uh, Long Beach Island. The B-52s are going to be there. And they're recommending that if you want to solve the fire, you want to put it out. You want to solve the problems? Get up to the love shack. Get on your feet.
<laughs> of Shaq. Tin roof. Rusted. That's all the time we got for today, kids. Here on Vallejo Project B. If you want to participate more in the community, always get out to vallejoproject.org. No excuses. You've got it there on your magic box right there in your pocket. Get on out there. Make use of your time. Be someone who makes a difference out there. It's uh, almost 10 o'clock here. Almost time for Human, your intrepid narrator and industrious DJ, bringing you information, confluration, conflagrations, and inspirations right here on 89.5 FM KZCT, Ozcat Radio. Going to send one out to my beloved, the intrepidable, the beautiful, the illustrious, the gorgeous Dana. Out there in Oakland, California. And remember, kids, the world doesn't change unless you make a change. And we could all use a little change. We love you out there. Ozcat Radio, 89.5 FM, KZCT. And of course, remember those boys from Brooklyn. They were made for loving you. We were made for loving you. I was made for loving you. Leo Project, we're out of here. 89.5 FM KCTT. Now the boys from NYC. See you next time.